five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Well, here's a fun one from GameStop, and it's, uh, I turned the volume down a bit, I have to say, so I hope you don't mind. So are we good? Yeah, this is it. I think they're really going to... Somehow it... That people are that excited about an Oculus? I've tried those things. They're really hard. I love these. Me too. Thank you. Fine. Well, let's just... For every gamer at GameStop's Black Friday sale. Buy a Nintendo Switch and get four exclusive Super Mario glasses. And get half off... Good promo at the end. I like that. Okay, so anyway, uh, you know, I thought I'd go something totally different in terms of the holidays. Uh, because I try to keep you up to date on things you haven't even seen yet, in many cases. But now we'll get to the news. Okay, this was a great article, reinforcing the idea of uh, <laughs> China and billions and billions of dollars of digital ad scams. This is a picture from a from a a, uh, a bot farm where they have just thousands of phones running and they run a little software program app on it and it goes to your site and then to ESPN and then to CNN and then just bounces around to real sites and then to your site and then real sites and then your site and then your site gets lots of hits and you can charge more for your ads. So um, there's a short selling hedge fund, Muddy Waters. Apparently uh, it's it seems as though it's a Chinese company because it's... Um, its name comes from a Chinese saying that says, muddy waters make it easy to catch fish. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. It gets really hard to catch fish in really, really clear water because they get what's going on, right? But there's ways to do it anyway, okay? And um, so there was a company going to buy uh, a, ca a Chinese version of Starbucks called Luckin Coffee. They accused them of massive fraud. They said that their gift cards and their live streaming revenue, um, which are virtual gifts, um, numbers were fraudulent, and purchases and viewers are actually an army of bots. And it's looking, the, the, the coffee company or the, what I'm trying to figure out is YY Live, oh, a Chinese company is going to buy YY Live, and um, and afterwards, Muddy released this claim about YY. I believe that YY is the live streamer, and the coffee company, they just happened to get right about uh, massive fraud. I don't think YY and the coffee company are connected, but I've read this article only like four times trying to make any sense of it. Um, so The Economist says 10% of the digital ad industry is fake. And uh, click farms uh, with hundreds or thousands of smartphones phones with fake accounts uh, go out and click on your site or a site to make it more expensive. Good morning from Westchester. Yeah, I have fond memories of Westchester out there. We used to have the, the direct media show out there every year. Um, John Wanamaker famously said half my advertising money is wasted. I just don't know which half. But these scams make everything in the industry even more opaque. You might say it muddies the waters. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. 
Okay, here was an interesting article on HVAC marketing. Now, who thinks about that, right? And um, I'm not sure if this is a real person. Swiss Rotors? It sounds like something that, you know, you'd put on a fancy sports car. You know, Lamborghini are built at the way north of Italy, just over the Swiss border. So maybe that's... And rotors are things you put on your brakes, you know, uh, or brake parts. But anyway, um, I'm assuming that Swiss Rotors is a real person's name. We'll find out. We'll track it down. We'll do a search. But anyway, um, this author says, When I was studying journalism in the mid-1990s, it was all print, 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 print. Nobody would even have dreamed that you could upload a, uh, an article and it would instantly be there, Right? Um, many contractors have told me how much they still enjoy sitting down with the print product of ACHR News, which is an which is an HVAC marketing association newsletter. Okay, and um, so he was on a panel, and another guy presented. Um, the average advertising budget for HVAC company with 40 employees. <clears throat> they said that 40% of that budget was spent on digital marketing. Uh, the budget was about 364000 so $1,000 a day. And um, so about a little, not quite half of it went to digital, but more than half. And that, that was broken down to general paid search, 45000 to d- display social. <clears throat> 28,000 spent on listings and paid search, only 2,000 to email. You know, and, uh, but the funny part was 56% went to other forms of marketing. It went to 68,000 for newspapers, 37,000 for direct mail, 36,000. Look at that. Direct mail had a big piece of it. <clears throat> and newspaper had the big, you know, the biggest piece. That even was bigger than paid search. Got that? <clears throat> and uh, and direct mail was bigger than uh, listings paid search. So basically the author says, digital is the sparkling new toy, but some of the old ideas still have staying power. So I really like that one, right? <clears throat> then here's an article on four useful ways nonprofits use offline print marketing and design to raise funds, right? As I said Last week, I'm reaching out to the print industry. And in that spirit, we'll pause just for a second here. I want to go over to um, I want to go over to the WDMA. Okay, we're going to go over to WDMA because I got a new feature this week. What I did over the holidays was I fixed the member area and I dropped in the latest the latest webinar. Direct mail ain't dead. I think there's another one in there. I'm not sure why it's not appearing, but the menu system is really tricky. I tested it several ways. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to be dropping the content, the good content, not this goofy stuff. This is available on YouTube every day and LinkedIn and all that. But we're going to put the really good stuff, so I can find it again, up on WDMA in the member area. Now, uh, there's... There's a lot of ways to get into the member area. One way is to support our our work, which would be great. You know, a corporate membership is about 600 bucks and uh, way less than a lot of associations. And an individual membership is about 200. 
So if you have more than a few members, get together and buy the corporate membership. Uh, but if you just want to get at the content, just go out there and and you can be a subscriber and we'll still let you in. But um, we're going to be, we had a little bit of trouble with the email systems, thinking that we're overwhelming the world with email, when of course it's a joke because we don't put out an email once a month. But hopefully we'll, we'll you know, it, it's also an authorization for us to email you now and then so that I can get on to the email systems. But I've got my own ways, as you all know. Okay, too much about that. Let's go back to the news. Anyway, go to WDMA.org, or it's up by my head someplace, WDMA.org, and uh, join WDMA. Click on that. Put in your email, and you'll be all set. Can you please send me that article? Okay, what I am also have in great question, Michael, uh, was... Also in the member area is this thing called podcast articles. So every day I'm taking my highlighted articles with notes sometimes, and I'm posting them up there. Okay, so all of the highlighted ones you just have to go up there after the show. I mean, give it give me a little time here because I edit the the broadcast and then I and I post the podcast and I also post the podcast articles. So the articles are available on the subscribers piece of the site. <laughs> yeah, and so that one will be there shortly. Isn't this great? This is so much fun. Anyway, thank you for the engagement on you folks. It's so much fun. Anyway, back to the news. Okay, back to the news. So, this one is even better. Okay, it talks about in fundraising that offline marketing continues to be a driver, a huge driver of donations. Sure, you can create large email lists, but even an email marketing campaign does not get the same donation rate as direct mail does. Right, and I know a lot of nonprofits that continue to mail heavily and prospect heavily. Okay, so even though a lot can be done online, offline still needs to be a focal point. Don't you love this? Won't you feel good about this show? Get your friends who are into print. Get them to come over here, and they're going to feel good every day. When I started this, there just weren't enough articles about print. And now we're getting more and more and more out there. And so we're going to at least try to get one or two print articles every every day. And you can just, you know, subscribe and you'll have a, a ready-made stream that you can post somewhere. Okay, newsletters tend to, to be sent out to people who have already donated, but nonprofits can also send them out to potential donors as well. Um, and... It tell, you can tell people how donations are being used to benefit the company or the community that the nonprofit serves. Donors like to know how their dollars are making a difference. You bet. But you can also send them out as as prospecting tools, you know, to potential donors. And very very effective. You've already got the produ- the the thing produced, and we all know if we're in print that the run length gets your cost per piece down. Okay, so, uh, and put a reply envelope in. My sister invented the reply envelope for the digest size uh, daily bread 
there's a whole community, or there used to be, I don't know if they're still sending those out, but little booklets they would send out. And she invented a, a way to put a little envelope into the into the back and bind it in. And nobody would ever produced that envelope, and it just about drove them out of business, I think, going nuts trying to make it. But they increased the donation rate fourfold instantly by putting a little envelope in there. Okay, and detailed information on how someone can donate. Okay, postcards. One of the most important things you can do to raise money is to thank those who have already donated. Every donor is important. The 80-20 rule applies to fundraisers too, though. Your entire operation will be funded by your top 20 donors. Probably true. Okay, but in spite of that, you can still thank everybody. Postcards are inexpensive. This was a good one. I really liked it for the holidays. This is a great article here. Uh, if you work with nonprofits, you can send pre-printed greeting cards, a stack of them, and ask your donors to send them as their holiday greeting cards. You know, and don't make it too blatant. You know, <laughs> don't put your organization name huge on the front. Make it a nice snow-covered scene with a guy in a hood and motorcycle freezing to death in the snow. That's what I did this morning. I came out my driveway and the cold north wind hit me like from the side, almost blew me off the road. And I went, oh. it's just like snowmobiling, I said to myself as I thawed out in the office. Okay, send them a stack and, and they can send them to their friends. Really great ideas. I have another article about data and how it's not just more data and it's pretty much impossible to solve. We'll take that one on tomorrow because we've already gone too long. Like and share. Merry Christmas. Have a great day. Bye-bye.